The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. My best friend gave me the best advice. He said each day is a gift and not a given right. Leave no stone unturned. Leave your fears behind. And try to take the path less traveled by. That first step you take is the longest ride. There are entrepreneurs that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They are creating businesses that really add value to others, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, Inspiration for the Entrepreneurial Mind with Chris Cooper. If you're looking for ways to develop your entrepreneurial spirit while you contribute to a better world, you'll want to stay tuned for the next hour. Now, here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. Um, I hope you're all well today and welcome to the show. Uh, Today we're going to talk about uniqueness and discovering your individuality to create a powerful and a profitable brand. Now, when you work for big companies or organizations, it's often really easy to feel that you have to fit the mold, you know, to be a certain kind of personality. Uh, I have clients in the corporate world who've received 360-degree feedback within their organizations, for example, and it can vary enormously based upon the personality that is actually giving it to to you. Um, Because, of course, often people have an expectation about what is right based upon their own personal traits. And at the end of it, this can leave you in a blur, feeling like you need to be everything to everybody. Now, what I believe is that by being true to yourself and actually being the real you, then you're more alive and ultimately able to add more value by being in the flow of who you are. And the trouble, of course, can be discovering who the real you is and then authentically adopting that persona. There can be all sorts of layers of baggage that cover you based upon decisions you've made that uh, you know, have influenced you um, from the opinions of other people. But if you take the time to find out who you are, and there'll be even more of this on next week's show um, with David Heiner on purpose, um, then, and allow your uniqueness, the freedom, then you can really craft a successful business around who you are. Um, also, if you can emphasize key elements, then you can stand out from the crowd and you'll get noticed. You'll have a point of difference. Your uniqueness can actually help create a winning, profitable brand. So how can we take these unique qualities of ours to create interest in the marketplace for our products or services um, as entrepreneurs. If you're in a corporate environment, you cannot always control everything. There's a culture you may have to absorb into. However, if it's your own business or you are outside of work, then you may have less restrictions. I believe that expertise, products and services can also really benefit from more humanity and personality than corporateness. Now, my guest today is Aid Instone, and I first met Aid at an event for chief executives, and he surprised me by singing and playing the acoustic guitar at it. Not only this, he was wearing a purple suit and a bow tie, all of which I thought was extremely brave in front of a business-like audience, and he, he stood out in a really unique way, and I was intrigued. Since then, I've heard him speak and seen him speak at the Professional Speakers Association in the United Kingdom, and he was brilliant. He was fascinating and entertaining. 
So a perfect person to talk with us about uniqueness. As background, Aid is a speaker, an author, creative director, graphic artist, a publisher. He's also written as a songwriter nearly 500 songs. He's 18 years of experience of design and marketing in print and multimedia. He's worked on the design of Microsoft's intranet, for example. He's designed global campaigns for major publishers, including Oxford University Press and Macmillan. He's also set up his own publishing company, Sunmakers, helping experts and entrepreneurs, and he's published over 30 books for them. He's run his own branding and design business since 2001, designing over 300 logos and identities. He's worked as a university lecturer on business and entrepreneurship, as, as an international speaker on creativity and innovation. He's got a degree um, in physics and physical science from Oxford Brookes University. And he's the author of four published books, including Don't Tell the Dinosaurs, um, but brackets The Secrets of the Future, and Ding, How to Have a Great Idea. So... Welcome to Aid, and Aid is now going to give us an introduction unlike any other. Sure you do very well, but when you're a one-to-one, -one, I'm sure you can sell just as good as anyone. Let me ask you a question that might not seem fair. How do you sell when you're not even there? How good do you look when you're not in the room? How good do you look, baby, when you're not in the room? Does the customer swoon, yeah? How good do you look when you're not in the room? Yeah! We all know people judge your book by its cover if it's not very good, we'll go and pick up another How do you make a good impression with someone you've never met? If you can't shake them by the hand, you gotta shake them with your brand How good do you look when you're not in the room? How good do you look, baby, when you're not in the room? Does the customer swoon, yeah? How good do you look when you're not in the room? <laughs> well done, Aid. Brilliant. Thanks, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Aid, I, I love, love guitars um, as well. It's one of my kind of uniquenesses, I guess. And uh, I just can't help but notice that that's a really unique guitar you've got there. What's it made of? Well, yeah, it's made of um, graphite or carbon fibre. Uh, it's by an American company called Rainsong, and I and I got it because it was unique. Because I wanted to, I wanted to make a point, and that is part of what we're talking about in this show. That um, that bringing your uniqueness to uh, to the platform or to your business is uh, it's not about gimmicks. It's about incorporating who you really are. So I use the guitar because it's a metaphor for what I talk about. So if I'm talking about creativity and innovation, I can ask the question: Why is, why are guitars normally made? from wood and the answer is because they've always been made from wood and yet this graphite guitar is a better material it's um it's lighter it's more durable it's got more low range it's got more high end it's uh because it's crystal because it's graphite it doesn't um uh, lose lose the energy of the vibration it's louder so all these reasons and it being look and looking cool of course as you can see uh, all those reasons make it a better material but we don't but it, it's taken this long for a company to say, let's make guitars out of graphite. So I use it as a metaphor to say, 
what's the equivalent of the carbon fiber guitar in your business? What, have you, what are you doing that you've always done uh, that you could actually innovate? So that, that's my example of I'm using something that I enjoy that's part of what I do, that's part of my interests, but I'm using it uh, not as a gimmick, but as an integral part of my message. So it's, it's actually what you're saying is it's an authentic extension yeah. of you. And that's what we're talking about. When, when we say uniqueness, when, we're certainly not saying you've got to stand out at all costs and you know, jump around and be a clown. It's, it's not about, um, hey, hey, look at me. It's about bringing that authenticity, as you just said, that's the key word, bringing that authenticity to the business so that, uh, uh, so that, so that we stand out, but we stand out for the right reasons. So it's not about being unique per se. It's about uh, it's, it's, it's a unique combination of our talents, our experience, that we bring to to our to our business and therefore to our clients to help position us. Excellent, and that gives us what, a point of difference. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because uh, we're, we're in a crowded marketplace. Uh, there's 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 never been so much choice for for our clients for our customers. So how can we stick our head above the parapet and say here I am, but in a way that pulls people in? How then, you know, in, in your background, how did you kind of discover that? You know, uniqueness was so important. Oh, and to well, you, well, I always found out. I I always stood out, not necessarily for the for the right reasons. I was foot taller than everybody else in my class, and I got ginger hair. So those things made made me stand out uh, from an early age. And but I found that that uh, that that was a quite a useful thing. It was quite a useful thing to be. I, it meant that I could influence a peer group, but I didn't have to be part of the peer group necessarily. So I never succumbed to peer pressure in in that way. And that's a great metaphor for for business as well. That that we can that we can when you when you're comfortable with who you are, uh, then you can really make a difference in your environment. But if you're if you're locked in and frightened because of what the competition are doing or what or what your peers are doing, then you. Uh, then you are locked in and you can't necessarily uh, expand expand your business in, in ways that you might want. So I've, I've spent my life, try, my, my business life, trying to do the things that I love doing. And that's a key point that I'm sure that we're sure we'll talk about. We've got, to, we've got to stand for something, I think, in business. We've got to stand for something. If we don't, we're an also-ran, we're Joe Average. We've got, to, we've, we've got to make a point. And by doing that, it means that we will, uh, we'll have advocates We'll have people who love what we do, but we'll have people who hate what we do. And uh, th- this is the thing that a lot of people, a lot, why a lot of people keep their heads down and, uh, and therefore don't get noticed. Mm. So, so, so I guess by what we're talking about then is, is that it's, this is a way of helping us to stand out from the herd and actually yeah. be, potentially be, you know, be a leader as opposed to a follower. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, but yes, and uh, and what we're what we're we're mentioning here, just so we can for the listeners get it straight. When I talk about the word brand, um, I'm not talking about something that we add to our business or to ourselves. I'm not talking about something that we stick on, like how uh, how branding first arose by um, getting a really hot hot piece of iron and mutilating a cow to say this is my cow. We're not. When I don't think of branding as that, and, I, and that's a very old-fashioned way of thinking of branding. What we're talking about here is revealing who we were all along. So we're revealing that inner light and, and letting it shine, which is why I call my business Sunmakers, because it's about getting, getting my customers to reveal who they are so, so that uniqueness shines out. We're not adding something. It's not like a veneer or lip gloss that we put on top 
to uh, to mask our impurities and make us look smooth, where we're actually um, we're actually revealing who we who we were all the time. And in some kind cases, that means warts and all. And you mentioned it in your introduction about about having the humanity, uh, revealing that humanity. So, so actually, what we're doing is we're <coughs> we're peeling away some layers. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, and disc- maybe discarding them, and then um, emphasizing some key unique elements of ourselves. Uh, and and building on them yeah. yeah and this is this is the point about how we make our expertise brand which is different from a personal brand in us in this one respect uh, in that um uh, a personal brand the people usually say it's what people uh, say behind your back uh, but with an expertise brand I, i'm interested in what people will pay behind your back so we're revealing ourselves but we're revealing the bits that emphasize and and uh, and and promote what we are all about, what we're selling. Okay, so we're taking the bits of our uniqueness and putting them forward to to enhance our business. We're not doing it just because we can. We're not doing it to say this is me. We're saying this is me, and this part of me will help you uh, work with me or buy me. Mm. And and why do you think people are often you know afraid to reveal themselves? I think it comes down to that, that simple fact. If you go back to the playground, you go back to the playground and if, if, if you stood out, there's a risk you're going to get bullied. And we take that sort of outdated thinking into the business world because it was a formative part of our lives. And we take that thought in that if I stick my head above the parapet, I'm going to get shot. And this is not the case. The worst thing that can happen with your marketing is nothing at all. The, if your marketing goes wrong, no one will notice, and that's the worst thing that can happen to your business, that no one, no one noticed you. And, and is some of the, um, we've got about a minute, I think, before we go to the commercial break now, but do you, do you think that um, being, this, being afraid to, uh, to, to be yourself um, and being afraid to be uh, sort of vulnerable uh, do you think it is um, you know, it's something that is, you were born with? Um, did it come from, from our parenthood or childhood? Where, where did it come from? Oh, well, I think it, that's all part of our story about where people have confidence issues for all different reasons and some people have more confidence and some people have less confidence. But when it comes to expertise branding, we can put all that to one side because we're not talking about changing who we are. We're talking about revealing who the parts of us that will emphasize and and help sell our proposition so so our confidence is it's irrelevant we're creating a new us the us that we're revealing to our clients excellent we're just going to move across to a commercial break now and we'll continue in this conversation shortly thanks aid When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you are looking for creative ways to improve your bottom line, tune in to Make Your Move with Alan and Brian Bolio. Their proven track record of helping businesses enhance their profitability will provide the basis for a forum about actionable items based on a business person's perspective. The program will be business talk, but with an economic context, so you'll know how to stay ahead of the game. Make Your Move is broadcast live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business channel. Have you planned for your retirement yet? If you are a public sector employee, perhaps not. 
Studies have shown that employees of schools, educational institutions, governments, nonprofits, and public safety may lack the information they need to effectively prepare for retirement. For the answers you need, tune in to Lessons in Retirement, Retirement Planning for Public Sector Employees with host Jim Bishop, broadcasting live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. It's sure to pay off in your future. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldana Ambler and The Growth Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time right here on the bottom line in business talk. Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leave no stone unturned. Leave your fears behind. And try to take the path less traveled by. That first step you take is the longest ride. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper, and uh, I'm with Aidan Stone, and we're talking about uniqueness and how to discover your individuality to create a powerful and profitable brand. So, so Aid, um, what do you think are the consequences for people if they don't actually allow themselves to be themselves? Well, I mean, who are they then? You know, I mean, people might not, if they're not themselves, who are they? Is it, is it some sort of watered down version of them, which we can't engage with? Or is it somebody else? Are they pretending to be somebody else? I think if you, if, if you, uh, if you, if you pretend to be somebody else or you put on an act, you can't maintain it for very long. I mean, even, a, even an actor in a film or in a play is only an hour and a half. You know, I mean, you can't maintain pretending to be somebody else for, for, for very, very long, especially in business. But if you're always yourself, you'll never get it wrong. You'll never get caught out. People want to see the real you. And I think this is more important now than it's ever been. This is the way business in the 21st century is going. People want to connect. Just look at um, the, the rise of social media. Just look at um, how people judge whether they're going to buy something off what a stranger thinks on Amazon. Or on, on, or on another forum or something like that. People want to connect with what people feel, and, and you, can't, you can't invent your feelings. So I, go with it. I think that's really true. And I get, when people are putting a veneer in the way, I suppose you know, a good example is with, with speaking. I happen to see, and I know you do, a lot of speakers. And those speakers who really shine from the platform are the ones who are being themselves. Yeah. Because a speech is a conversation where you're talking about you're talking about credit, uh, your 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 experience and your stories and uh, and it's the humanity that connects people. If if, if you just give facts outside of, with no context, uh, nobody nobody will listen, let alone let alone take it in. Yeah. And, and we, we do that in business. It's the same. People don't realize that we want to get our, 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 our benefits across, not our features. It's the whole left brain, right brain thing. We want to get, if you put your, if you put your facts into context, you create a story, you put emotion into it, people will listen and people will understand. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's 
sort of through the emotions people engage at a deeper level, don't they? I don't, yeah. A question that I really want to ask, actually, you know, thinking about this, is that um, not everybody feels comfortable with kind of being, you know, the face of their business uh, and actually putting themselves forward in terms of their uniqueness. So, you know, why why should you put yourself forward? Because I think that's what you're advocating. Yeah, I think that I think that we should. If we're business leaders, and we should put our face, we should put our face forward, and we should put our face on our business card. If if you're really that ugly, that that that, that doesn't warrant that, <laughs> then maybe you want to think again. But if that was the case, that's a unique point. You know, that's a unique selling point. But um, if we look at some of the most successful business people in uh, in in recent history, and I mean, who can we think? Of. I mean, Steve Jobs or Richard Branson or um, in the UK, we've got Alan Sugar. In the US, we've got Donald Trump. They are the face of their business. They are. Those are the people. We, their face is there and they trade off that face. And we're talking about billionaires here. So if, if they do it, wh- who are we to say we shouldn't do it? Absolutely. And I think it doesn't matter what you look like, does it? If, you do, if it's part of your uniqueness, then, then utilize it. That's right. There's, um, it, it's interesting. Uh, we're, we're talking about entrepreneurs and people who run their own business. And it's funny how this, this concept really applies to, I think it applies to everybody. I met a, a fellow who worked for a, a, a major uh, international bank at a networking meeting. And he was a customer relationship manager. So he was at the networking meeting to try to get uh, local businesses to, to sign up to him. To, to with the new bank to switch banks to him and we had handed our business cards out at breakfast table as you do and his was a plain thin white card with the bank's logo on and his name and uh, uh, you know telephone number and that was it everybody else's card uh, had their had they either had their photo on or a nice logo or texture or you know the the things that were unique about their business were on the card and his wasn't and i said well why isn't your face on the card and he said oh head office wouldn't wouldn't really go for that and I'm thinking, you've lost me. You've lost the people on this table because we're we're buying you. We're not buying the corporate head office. We're buying you. Your face should be on the card because it'd be you who we're dealing with. It's you who are you, who you're selling. You are the product, not head office. I guess this is why people, salespeople, leave companies, and sometimes their you know their base of customers moves with them. Well, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. That's the point because we buy people by people. Um, do, do you think, though, that the fact that he had such a, a bland card made him stand out as, as unique in some respect? Uh, yeah, but for, <laughs> yeah, but for all the wrong reasons, and that's why I keep coming back to the fact that we're talking about uniqueness of our expertise brand uh, to make a profit. We're not talking about doing it just to stand out for, uh, uh, for the sake of it. And that, and that, that leads me to another, it's another interesting story about... Um, about why people I feel get this wrong uh, I was at an event recently and the speaker swore on stage a number of times and he was asked by the organizers you know don't 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 swear and he said I'm gonna because that's me and if people don't like it they can stick it I think you've got it wrong mate you've got it wrong it's not about being yourself at all costs to alienate people and say this is me it's not that maybe if you're a pop star rock star then that that's fine because it's a different uh, appropriateness in those in those environments but in the business environment we have the unwritten rules uh that that we follow not because uh it, we're restricted but because this is how it works there's an appropriateness to it so uh swearing didn't doesn't fit in it didn't fit in and and that's an example of of it's not about being unique at all costs it's not about standing out uh, at all costs it's about putting those, those things across that people will go 
my sort of guy. That's who I, I understand it. I get it. I want to do business with you. So, so what, what do you think then are you know, the real benefits we can expect if we really utilize our uniqueness? Because if we get it right, we're, uh, we're creating unique selling points, and that's the obvious thing. We're, we're, if we put our humanity in there, our, our core story is what I call it, you know, the turning points in our life, we say, I walked in your shoes, but I did this, I learned this, I've had this experience, I've got this expertise, and that allows me to help you, then people, people can have a reason to trust you, to know you, to like you, and therefore to buy from you. So by... Uh, by polarizing ourselves and saying, this is what I stand for, this is who I am, this is what I've done, it's the unique combination of our talents, our experience and our stories that give us our niche and make us stand out in the right way in the, in the, business, in the business world. So people say, that's, that's the person we need to talk to about this. So, so I guess also then there's, you know, in a, in a brand is partly about consistency, is it? So, you know, people get, you have these unique characteristics, but when people, you have consistency in the way that you apply them. Is that, is that important? Yeah, of course. And that's, that, that's true for any brand. You've got to, you've got to be consistent. That's just a base, a base level that, that we, uh, that we have to do. Yeah, obviously. A, a, a really great definition that, I heard a mentor shared with me um, around branding was that you know a, a brand is kind of the um, the good feel that a consumer gets when it's when he or she thinks of you or sees you or hear you. It's, it's the kind of good feeling that they get. Um, yeah. So I suppose that uh, you know the aim is that we people have a positive gut feeling of you. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, that, that's the key. The key word you say there is feeling, because people, if people feel something about you, then then you you've got a handle on them. Because people, when people when people look at your brand, or when people talk to you, or hear you speak, or or see your product, or whatever it is, they will have a feeling towards it. Uh, are we just going to make sure it's not a feeling of apathy? You know, that it's a that it's a, that it's a positive feeling, and that's what that's what working on on your core story working on which bits will attract people is is all part of what we're talking about is it is it also though if you're for example if you if you're targeting a specific niche or or type of customer and um, would you actually tailor this uniqueness so it attracts those people is that well, only in, only in a sense, only in the sense that you have your core brand, and then you can emphasize things. So, if, if I'm talking to an aut automotive industry, for example, I, I will mention that I have an interest in classic cars. It's not necessarily a core part of my brand, but it's it's part of my core story that I can draw upon to say um, I've got an interest in your business. But it's not splashed all over my website. That is that 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 that's an auxiliary part of it. But but once you get into that zone of um, calling upon meaning and significance that connects you to your clients, then you will find you will find connections. There'll be there's, there's companies that I won't work for or can't work for. It's impossible for me to work for because I don't have that emotional connection with them, either because of uh, you know an ethical perhaps an ethical reason or just plain I don't get their business. They're not going to get me, and that's knowing that who you can't work for or who you shouldn't work for and who's not appropriate is just as important as knowing who you should. And I, I guess it's also is that there's probably there's probably kind of an important mark here in terms of um, you know, with this, there's something I, I, I'm familiar with the kind of law of opposites. You know, sometimes you'll you'll go and speak to a group of people or meet them, and some if you've got some uniqueness, some people will really latch onto that and like it. But also equally, you might have some people who don't. 
Yeah, that's true, and that that's that's that was part of my learning. That um, when I started speaking, for example, doing uh, doing that that part of my business, when, it, when and, and I think most people do this when they start when they start speaking, they look at other people who speak and they think that's how it's done. Uh, and most people end up cloning, um, you know, Anthony Robbins or Zig Ziglar or some other some other big speaker that's their favourite speaker. And I think that's the way to do it. Uh, and the answer is that, no, that's not the way to do it. That's the way for them to do it. And it took me a long time to realise that the reason that motivational speakers don't use guitar on stage isn't because that's inappropriate. It's because they can't. So I can. It's part of my my who I am. So so I instead of putting bullet points on the screen to say what I'm going to talk about, I, I put a song in there. Now, if you don't like the song, if you don't like a, a motivational speaker who will come along and talk about creativity and innovation with a song, then you don't book me. It, I, you know, I don't take the song out. The song is there. That's part of me. The same as that you mentioned, uh, you know, I wear a purple suit because I'm talking about creativity. I've got to stand out. I wear the purple suit. If someone said to me, yeah, please come along, speak at a conference, but, you know, leave the purple suit at home. We want you to wear beige or grey. Then I'd say you're the wrong audience. But by the same token, um, you've got to be careful that these unique points you've got, the points of difference that you've got, aren't so far-fetched that you've lost them, that, that you're too weird, that you're, that you, you're taking it one, one step too far. And I had to make the decision that, um, oh, I've got, I've got the guitar. You know, I've got the singing part of it. I've got this, the, the, the strange, unusual suit. It is a designer suit, but it's, you know, it's out of the ordinary. But I also had long hair. That was one step too many, so I cut the hair. You know, you have to make these compromises because it's not about saying, look at me. It's about saying, um, here I am, look at me, but I can work with you. Fantastic. So, so that's we're talking about the, the sweet spot there, really. We're going yeah. to go into a commercial break now, so we shall continue the conversation again in a, a few minutes. Right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Do you really understand? understand the global economy the media paints a certain picture but are you really getting the full story or only half of it listen to strategic wealth choosing simplicity in finance with your host Stephen Ayer. this program will bring a full and objective look at the global economy and help you sort through the bias of traditional media so that you can completely understand today's economic theories and make the right decisions in your portfolio strategic wealth airs live every thursday at 9 a.m eastern time 6 a.m pacific on voice america business. No family can survive on two incomes anymore, let alone one. If you are supplementing your family's income working from home, then tune into The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio. Host Deb Bixler brings you sales tips, lead generation systems, and best business practices that guarantee direct sales success. Whether you're looking for a little extra cash or a career change, The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio will give you proven systems that will work in your home business. The Cash Flow Show. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Leave no stone unturned, leave your fears behind, and try to take the path less traveled by. That first step you take is the longest ride. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper, and we're continuing our conversation on uniqueness with Aidan Stone. So... Aid, uh, what are the steps to discovering you know, who you are and your uniqueness? Well, I think when we start our own businesses or when we start the world of work, you know, we can we only do so much. We can only put in put in what what the, the first steps are about uh, what people might initially want. What we're talking about here is as entrepreneurs or infopreneurs or, or artists, which is actually what we we really are. Um, how can we how can we do these three things? The first one is what are we actually good at and sometimes we overlook what we're actually good at especially if we've left a job that we hated or we made redundant and we think well i want to do something new but what we're good at shouldn't be overlooked and what you're good at is the thing that you've been doing you know nearly all your life uh, you know we've, we've heard these numbers put on what have you done constructively for ten thousand hours that you're going to be pretty good at it so so don't overlook what you're actually good at because other people won't be good at it that's the first one the second one is what we what do you enjoy doing uh, what, what do you what do you actually enjoy doing and uh what do you what you know it might be it might be that um your your hobbies are of something you enjoy doing is, is there something there that's relevant but curiously enough i think what you enjoy doing is not necessarily if you think deeply about it some of the things are quite can be quite bizarre i'm not talking about uh you know oh, i enjoy playing the guitar or something like that i enjoy tidying up right i enjoy tidying up uh, what a stupid thing to enjoy. But if you think about it, there are things that you, you, you just actually, the tasks that you like doing. What are those things a manifestation of? So if I like tidying up, what does that, what does that really mean? And it means that I like creating order from chaos. So I like, um, I like putting things into order and making plans and sorting things out. And therefore, I like creating new things. I like make things being neat and, and, and bringing them about. So there's something there that, that is part of who I am. I can't help myself by doing it. So those type of things, if you search and think, what do you spend your time? And you think, I actually like doing it. There's, a, there's probably a business connection in there somewhere. And the third one is, what are you passionate about? And people, I think people misunderstand this. I'm not talking about, you know, oh, we're passionate about you know, it's serving our customers. Uh, no, no, you're not. That's what you have to do. It's your obligation to do that. What you're passionate about is something that you would do uh, even if you didn't get paid to do it. What you're passionate about is something that you would, you would pay to do it. So if you play golf and you're a member of a club, then you're, you're passionate about it because you have to pay to play. So you are passionate about it. So it's those things that we want to look at. What are you good at? What can you do better than anybody else? What do you enjoy doing and what are you really, really passionate about? What's your heart's desire? And drill those things into, ex examine them and find examples of them in your life that, uh, that justify your, the inclusion of them in your, in your business palette. 
So I think, I think what we're saying here, Aid, then, is that this is discovering your uniqueness is really part of this whole process of almost, you know, creating uh, a life that you love and a life yeah. that you feel passionate about. So Yeah, because you won't, you won't have the motivation for long if you're doing something you, you, you hate or you're ambivalent about. So, you know, my, my entrepreneur journey, I'm not an entrepreneur. I don't think I'm an entrepreneur because I don't seek opportunities wherever they present themselves. I don't take up opportunities that present themselves. I take up opportunities that present themselves that I enjoy, that I'm good at, and that I'm passionate about. And that's the key difference. So I'm slow. I'm in the process of becoming more who I want to be. I'm in the process of, of accentuating the things that I like doing. And my business transforms into what I want to be doing. You know, and it's and it's it's a and it's a and it's a journey. It didn't start out that way, but it's becoming that way. And I think most entrepreneurs, uh, I think uh, everybody should be on that journey because if you're doing a job you don't like, you know, this is your life. You know, you, you know, we should we we should be, as the introduction to this program says. I think I think uh, you, you're talking about something, something that's certainly very close to my heart here and coming out of the corporate world and um, setting up you know a business that is really focused around my passions and that's what this this whole radio show is really about and you know the money is very important it's uh, essential to keep things going and keep things growing but I think one of the things that it, this is sort of teased out for me is it's interesting when you know for example people look at my be more cheap more site I do get quite a lot of comments from people who um, I've got a video on there of me playing the guitar and mm. uh, like yourself but a very different type of music it's yeah. uh, I'm playing a Van Halen track, and but people interestingly do seem to quite you know resonate with that, and I suppose it may be it maybe it shows I, I'm a human being perhaps. Um, yeah, and it's going back to that humanity thing, does it? Yeah, because his 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 part of your interest, so people can connect with that. Um, it, you you it might not be appropriate. It probably wouldn't be appropriate for you to do necessarily do that. On, on a speaking platform no. and this is the key difference because what we're doing we're, we're talking about finding something that we can add into our business that's not a gimmick there's got to be a reason for it being there so yeah I'm talking about creativity and innovation you know so to writing a song and performing it sort of fits in anyway the fact that the guitar is this unusual guitar that I can use as a part of my uh, part of my keynote there's a point for it being there I've, I've, I've come across people who have misunderstood and I really hope the audience sort of get the point that we're saying that it's not about copying somebody else and thinking, oh, well, I'll do a guitar. It, it, only if it fits in with your message and your business model. I know someone who, who I think they must have seen me do what I did. And then they thought, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do that. So, so he gave a talk on, uh, I think it was on sales and marketing, and then suddenly burst into a song in the middle of it, into uh, some show number or something. And the audience are thinking, well, <laughs> what's going on? What? <laughs> <laughs> You know, what's the relevance? What's the relevance here? Um, another example is somebody who was a ventriloquist and wanted to become a speaker, and um, and they were saying, uh, you know, I'm going to add in, I'm going to add in these motivational, motivational pieces, and the doll's going to say this, and uh, and the advice someone gave to him, well, you know, lose the dummy, <laughs> or you know, which one's the dummy? You know, <laughs> it's that, you know, is it is it core is it core to the message, or is it just added in? So. There's ways of doing it, and there's ways of doing it wrong. And I know what you do with your music is you, you know, the lyrics you've crafted to help get the message across, haven't you? So they're, they're very specific uh, lyrics and tailored to what you're talking about. Yes, we do. We, do, we don't want to lose sight of the point of the point while we're here. 
So what, what for, for people listening, you know, we've mentioned obviously guitars and um, you mentioned getting your hair cut at the end of the call, but what characteristics might people accentuate to really create a unique image? It comes back to who they are, and that's the point of why everybody's different. So if, if someone's got an interest in motorbikes, it may be that, that there's something about the motorbike, the motorbike, their knowledge, their, in, their knowledge of those of those bikes, or the knowledge of uh, of literature, or their knowledge of, um, of, of 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 other countries, or whatever it, whatever it is, those that thing creates what I, I just call it a metaphor. It, it's a way of getting to transmitting your your message in a way that's not just the bare bones. It's a it's it's the um, it's a conduit for for the information uh, and this is why i um i work with people on creating their books because it's it's a that, that the exercise of creating the book not only creates a product which helps you sell when you're not in the room which is what i was saying at the beginning of the in the song at the beginning it, it actually also helps you create that positioning because um if you were to create a tips book for example right so if you were to say here's my knowledge here are the top 10 tips on this that and the other that's okay but it's a bit dull. But if you add a metaphor to it, if you were to say, uh, here's, here's my, my example of sales, but I'm going to use the world of um, motorbikes or the world of um, uh, Star Wars or the world of uh, the Beatles or something to get, a, to get across the, my point, people have something to hang on to it. They have another reason for listening. Um, and if you were to draw on your own story, your own life and your own experiences to get across those tips, that's when you've got a book. And if you look at the best-selling books, that's what they do. Mm. I just want to share just briefly how, how you realized books were important for you. I thought that's, that's quite a good uniqueness example in there. If what was that? When I was liking, Yeah, you're liking school and comic books and things. That might, might be helpful for people. Well, I, I, I just like writing. I like writing stories when I was uh, when I was at school. When I was asked to or not, and uh, and I would I would create them in. Um, I wouldn't just put them on pieces of paper. I um, I bound them into little books, and I even put the price on and the currency exchange on the front and things like that. So uh, it, and it took me a long time in my in my current in my life now to realise that what I do now is actually what I was doing when I was. When I was seven and eight, I would, I would draw I would draw comic strips and write these stories and create these these things. But I create them as books, and so there was so there's something there to, that connects what I'm doing now with what I've always done and what I've always been. So if we if you search back and say, well, what were you interested in when you were seven, eight, nine, ten? What what were you? What did you? What were your hopes then? And reconnect with it. And if you reconnect with who you were then, there's there's some there's some purity about the the core of who you were then that may may um, uh, give insight into into that story. And if you can connect up your life experiences like that from an early age right up to today, um, you, you'll have the semblance of a core story, which is which is where you can hang your information, and your expertise on. Mm. And that's uh, that's really interesting. I remember thinking back, thinking now back to when I was uh, about seven, and I wanted to be in the navy. And when I've reflected on it, the interest in the navy was because I wanted to see the world. It wasn't being in the navy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and actually, you know, now I'm doing things which have you know a, a global impact, and I've travelled a lot and 
things like that uh, to sort of satisfy that interest really yeah i think we lose track on that we lose track on who on 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 that on that original that original power and passion and and we lose track in our business now by saying here's the information or here's the facts or here's the service but there's a reason why we're doing it and that reason why that reason why um is the thing that will that is the passion that, that will communicate that will communicate communicate our message across do you know a really useful uh, sort of thing that i've i sort of discovered was actually just taking the time to really reflect back on your i've only got about a minute now till the next commercial break but to really think back on on your life and the different stories that have happened yeah. at different times in your life and start to realize how they connect up because a lot of people do seem to have huge blanks and I did until I went back and sort of opened the drawer yeah. again. You know, huge, huge blanks and time gaps in their life when they can't really remember what happened. But just the exercise of actually going back, thinking yeah. through some of those stories and creating some of that richness. And, and those stories become very powerful metaphors, actually. In, That's in exactly the point. And if, you go, if, if, if people go and look on my blog, uh, m- most of my blogs are about childhood, are about school, and are about the, the stories that happened then, the things I didn't understand at the time, which become powerful metaphors for the message that I'm transmitting or trying to get people to think about today. Uh, fantastic. So we're just going to go back into uh, our final commercial break and we'll be back again with you shortly. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are there any challenges to your success? You already have what it takes to turn these challenges into results in any area. Find out more when you tune in to The Power of Realism, Why Integrity Matters, with host Jeffrey Canavan. We all deal with adversity and challenges in life and business. We'll talk with those individuals who have faced these challenges and turned them into success stories. By making just a few shifts in your thinking, you too can be one of these success stories. The Power of Realism airs live on Thursdays at 10 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. Do you need directions to solve financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. G? Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions and tips to enhance your leadership style and effectiveness. Leadership Matters with Dr. G airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Step you take is the longest ride. 
You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper with Aidan Stone, and we're talking about uniqueness, about discovering your individuality to create a powerful and profitable brand. Now, during the commercial break, um, Aidan and I were talking about actually the fact that your name's quite unique, Aid. I don't know if you've got you know, thoughts to share. I'm just trying to help people identify potential areas of uniqueness in, in themselves. I mean, I, I change I change my name to spell to, to spell it A Y D, because if you, if you shorten Adrian, people normally call it Aid, but they spell it A D E, and I thought I don't understand why I would do that. And I was also um, a fan of Pink Floyd, and 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 I, and I thought I wanted to be called Sid, and I thought, hang on, he's got a Y in his name, so if I put a Y in my name, A Y D, it still spells Aid phonetically, and that's more more interesting. So that was that was twenty years ago, but the significance of that now is that if you search my name uh, in in in, a, in Google, you're going to get all my stuff because there's nobody else called Aidan Stone. So it's, it's an unusual name that I don't need to say .com anymore. Any t- anymore. I just say, put my, you know, put my name in, and all my stuff comes up. So that, that turned out to be a quite, you know, almost accidental way that by highlighting one part of it that, being, that could, became unique, it's meant to stand out again in a, different, in a different way. I think that's a really interesting idea. It's made me think, I, I decided to call my brand uh, Be More, Achieve More, um, because Chris Cooper, actually, there's quite a few Chris Coopers around. There's a Hollywood actor called Chris Cooper, and I mm-hmm. didn't, didn't want people to turn mm-hmm. up at my workshops and events feeling a bit disappointed, a bit short <laughs> <laughs> So, actually, maybe, uh, yeah, there's an idea there. <laughs> so, almost, you, so, you can actually create some uniqueness. You, know, you've, you, you design the uniqueness in. That's interesting. Yeah, create a persona. There's a guy I'm working with his book at the moment. Now, he came to me with his book, um, uh, and he thought at, the, at that point it was good enough, and good enough is not good enough anymore. So his his book was about um, the. Well, it turned out what it was about, although it wasn't clear from the cover that he had mocked up. Was uh, it was about how to get a loan from banks? Uh, you know the secrets of getting loan from banks. It was something like the the seven secrets of getting financial back financial loans or whatever like that. It was so, so boring I can't even remember the title. And the picture on the front was a picture of some money flying out of a of a piggy bank or a vault or something irrelevant like that so with dollars all over the place so you know pretty pretty dull and this is the point that i try to make that tips books are no good the seven secrets to this free ebooks brilliant but if you want to position yourself as an expert you've got to have something better than a free ebook you've got to have something that is the best-selling book on this topic so what we're doing is what we did is create a persona so now the book's called the financial supergrass because this guy used to work for banks and now he's spilling the beans. He's now he's telling us how to get a loan. The information the banks don't want you to know. So what's the cover? The cover is a sort of um uh, a sort of a um a guy with a sort of in the forties in uh, in New York. It's all dark. He's got his hat, the brim of his hat covering his face and it says the financial supergrass. And he looks like some sort of private dick. And this is you know, if you see that book, you're going to go, ooh, you know, the secrets the banks don't want you to know about getting how to get their money. You know, suddenly we've got a metaphor. Now, his wife doesn't like it. And this is interesting because his wife thinks, well, that's not you. And he says, but it's part of me. It's the part of me that I'm selling. 
it's not the part of him that you know has fun with the kids on a weekend. The financial supergrass doesn't go out and you know uh, and and go to Disney World, but the financial supergrass does go out there and sell his expertise, and that's what we're talking about. And so, so is is that uh, is that still being authentic? Yeah, because that is who he is. It's the part of him that he's selling. Yeah. That that is that is his experience, and he has got the stories about when he used to work in banks, and he has got the information that they don't want you to know. And he and but what's good about him is he is a funny character. He's an Irish guy, and he's he's quirky. He's interesting. You know, so what he was doing with his first draft of his book was dampening down all that uniqueness. And what we've done is turn the contrast up on the right part of it, the part of it that is funny, is interesting, is intriguing, and actually. The information's there, and now when you read the book with that cover on it, it's not out yet, but it will be. The when you look when you look at the, um, the the copy now, the information in the book, it's all the more powerful. It's the same information, but it was wrapped wrongly. So I, so I guess you know because the media tend to be attracted by things that are scan- maybe have some scandal yeah, associated so, with them yeah, it's, from a PR you can, perspective. Yeah, you can afford to be a bit sensational. That's the, that's the point. We wanna, if you want to write a blog, for example, you don't want to say, well, it could be this or it could be that. You know, the jury's still out. You want to have an opinion. You want to lay it down there. Otherwise, you won't get any readers and you won't get any comments. So you have to take a stand. That's what we said at the beginning. You have to take a stand and say, this is me and this is what I've got. Fantastic. So, how aid can people? I know, I know you do things like help people with this uniqueness and creating books. Uh, how can people find out more information uh, if they wanted to? Well, if you put my name into Google or type in aidinstone.com, you'll find my website, which has, uh, which if you if you signed up on there, I'll send you some. I'll send you a unique ebook for free. Um, but you'll, there's a link there to my publishing site. You can see all the books I've done on there, on sunmakers.co.uk. Or if you just contact you contact you, then then we can send we can send some stuff through. So I like to think of it that um, that my my role is just is a sort of like a book alchemist. I want to try I want to turn the base elements into gold. You know, so people will come along with 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 the, the, that raw ore, um, and we'll extract the the. You know, the valuable metal from it, and we'll turn that into something that's that's that can sell. So that's my role as a as an expertise brand consultant and as a um, as a book publisher. Fantastic! That's, uh, hey, that's been absolutely brilliant. And just want to um, finish on just briefly mention next week's show, and then come back to uh, to something with you. But uh, just to let people know that on next the next week's show, we'll have a, a really highly acclaimed, brilliant speaker, probably I think one of the best speakers in uh, in this country, um, David Heiner. And oh, he's good. He is, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be discussing the hugely important subject of discovering your own purpose. I mean, we mentioned he's good because we, we both saw him sort of blow apart a, a conference last year. Um, it, was, it was just amazing. So um, thank you very much, Aid, for, for today. I think it's been absolutely fascinating. And yeah. I, just, I like that concept of turning up the contrast on, on your uniqueness. So I'm going to leave that message with people. Um, I'd now like to finish the show but with, the, with the words and music of Aid Instone. Oh. So, <laughs> so a, a final bit of uniqueness. This is a track that Aid um, has written and performs, and it's called Everything. So Ooh. love to hear from you. Um, send me comments to info at bemoreachievemore.com and, and ideas. But uh, until next week, have a fabulous week. Thank you very much. This is Aid in Stone, Everything. Let's go. <laughs> Everything.
not, there is no triad. You've got to do everything that you can, everything that you plan, everything that you can. It's up to you, everything that you do, every dream that comes true, everything that you do. It's up to you, don't let another idea go cold without the chance for it to take hold. Begin today and just be bold. We got to. Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week.